The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi. Hi. How you guys doing today? Are you okay? You having a good time today? You doing well? You ready for the holidays? Uh, you- for those that celebrate Christmas and gift exchange, are you ready? Or are you like everybody in our lives right now that's scrambling because no one's bought anything? Yeah, no, I still haven't really bought anything. I've only bought stuff to decorate the house. I feel like what what better gift than that? <laughs> Just for myself, so that I can live. No, in, or for the, the people that come over and they're like, "Wow, you decorate," and you're like, "Yeah, for you." Yeah. yeah, and then I just wish I could keep them up year round. You know, I mean, some people do. Yeah, especially the people with houses that like decorate the outside. Hence, why I don't decorate the outside. But but then you could just leave it on all the time. Like if and people don't think your house is clean, they'll be like, "But it looks like it's fun," because the lights are on. You know. No, I'm good. I'm good. I just think of, like, how much money it could cost me in the end. Oh, because of, like, electricity and stuff? Yeah. I wonder how much it really costs. I don't want to find out. I wonder if you know, if you're one of those people who have, how like, lights on their houses all the time, like, because you live in a really fancy, schmancy area or you're just, yeah, like, like is not it, about is it? Yeah, like, is it making a dent in your light bill? Like, do you notice it? Like, did you go from, like, $80 or, like, $150 that, like, in the month of December to like 300 yeah I, I, that's a real question because like i wonder that like how do people afford to keep the lights on especially the people who have like extraordinary light displays that's not even they how there has to be a dent or like how i drive through old cutler all the time and like even the leaves have lights and i'm <laughs> like how much money are you guys paying because clearly like you paid somebody to put this up so that's like there you go an added expense it's it's a varied expense. It's a varied expense. Right? And then it's like all these lights <laughs> that are on for hours on end a night. Mm-hmm. And like when do you, like I know that they're on timers, so like when do you turn them off? Because, or rather when do you turn them on? Because it gets darker earlier now. So that, does yeah. that mean that they're literally on from like six to six? Six? Or like six to four or whatever. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm sorry. That's like not a thing I want to do. Not me either, but... I barely want to even light my own Christmas tree. But your Christmas tree is so cute. Thanks. I made it that way. But it's still like... Yeah, I agree. I feel like the older I get, the less holiday cheer I have. But that's ridiculous. You're like, this is... This is literally your time of the year. I know. And why don't you want to like be more like celebratory? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been weird. I've been like this for like three years now. So the older you get, the 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 more the Christmas spirit leaves your body. Yeah, like I I every year I tell myself what Buddy tells himself, right? Like the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear, <laughs> and like I'll play <laughs> Christmas songs and I'll sing them like really loud in the car, and it doesn't work. Like I don't get, I'm not, I don't, I no longer carry the the Christmas spirit. That's so unfortunate. I will say though, I haven't sung any Christmas songs. I've put on like one. And it definitely wasn't, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, no. So that's been in the news, right? Yeah, it's been in, like, all the news. <laughs> and the people that, like, are getting their panties in a bunch over the reasoning behind us to, like, why they've taken it out of their stations or whatever, and they're on my feet, I'm just kind of like, this is enough reason for me to unfriend you, I feel. Well, wait, let's let's explain for those who are so not So Baby about It's it. Cold Outside is a song that was created in, like, the 50s. And it's basically a, to a couple that goes into his house, 
right? Like it's a it's a lady who goes to a guy's house and it's it feels like it's for a nightcap. It is, yeah. It's definitely like after the day and like they're like, oh, I can serve you like a warm like whiskey or warm whiskey. <laughs> I don't know Irish coffee. Whiskey's not warm. I huh? feel like it was more like a martini. brandy. Like given the time that it was create like made, I feel like the, they went for like a martini. Oh, but it's cold or something. Outside. Who yeah, has martinis? Like, it's all, it's, it's alcohol. It's just gonna make you warm inside. Okay, fine. So the point is that they go, they have their nightcap, and like she's like, I gotta go home. And he's like, but baby, it's cold outside. And she's like, literally making excuses for why she needs to go. And they're all legit. Like, my- but then you watch the video. The video. You've never is- seen the video for Baby It's Cold Outside. There's a music video. Yeah. Who's in it? The old people from the 50s. Oh, well, I guess I'll have to see it. Yeah, well, it's really creepy. It's like him following her. Oh, wait, I have seen it. Yeah. And it's and then they and redid it. Yeah, and then they redid it for Glee. Yeah, like but they did and it. Blaine. Yeah. And then, uh, but what happens, like, she's like, what's in this drink? Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, yeah, like, it's just... Mm. It's a rapey song, and it's just, it's, it's, I think it's just... You know, like, people are also getting really sensitive about, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, people... It's just, like, a weird time to be, like... It's creating, like, a snowball effect. Yeah, like, I, you know, I half get it. I mean, the truth is, I don't really care for Baby It's Cold Outside enough that, like, it's ruining my Christmas not to listen to Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I just listened to uh, Last Christmas by George Michael and, like, All I Want for Christmas is You anyway all the time. Yeah. So, I'm like, Or Merry whatever. Christmas, Happy Holiday by NSYNC. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good song. It's such a good song. See, that's a song that I can listen to, like, year-round, and yeah. I'm like, fine. Yeah. Actually, all of them. Mostly because I love now. the video. It's yeah. just cute. It's just like, Happy Holidays, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry it Christmas. It also debuts on the Disney Channel. It did. I remember watching it. Like, a lot of NSYNC things. Yes. You know, NSYNC is, like... They, I think, well, they, I think they mentioned it at one point. No, it was Joey Fatone, I think, who said it on Hot Ones. Because mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Hot him, Ones now. Did they call him Joey Fat One? No. Oh. They called him. They called Fatone. him. Yeah. Fine. But he did say that, like, if it wasn't, like, the Backstreet Boys were originally supposed to do that concert for mm-hmm. for, for Disney. Mm-hmm. And they pulled out, and then they were like, do you want to put up this band no one knows? And that's literally how NSYNC yeah. propelled that's forward. That's literally how I learned of who NSYNC was. Yeah, me too. It was them. And. The concert and M2M. No, M2, it was M2M and Bewitched. That was one. No, it was, I think. I think. Which one did, did. What was her name? The that uh, country singer, the lady, La Leah, the one Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. She right. had was it her was it them together? Because she so. had her own Disney Channel concert. Yeah, I think so. Because I remember that. Ursher, Yeah, you. It was them, and then the other one was Bewitched and M Two M. Mm-hmm. Man, I miss those concert series. It was so good. They were very good. But I guess there's just... I mean, I think they tried to keep it up for a while, but, like, they don't need to because now they can just sort of propel them through their... Every shows. Yeah, Yeah. through the, like, TV shows. But whatever. Um, We clearly digress. Yeah, so tangent done. Uh, So maybe it's cold outside and there's, like, a whole thing and people are like, why isn't it playing on stations? And the stations are like, because people have told us they don't want to hear it because it's rapey. 
And I mean, it's like people, if you really want to hear this song, like it's not like the, the days of like, it, you have to wait for the DJ to announce it on the radio. Like just listen to it on Spotify. It's not like it's been removed from like Christmas music vernacular. It's around. Yeah. It's just like not playing you, on Y100. If you really want to listen to it, it, just add it to like your Christmas playlist. Yeah, exactly. Or your holiday playlist. Like that's it. And, that, and also let me know so I can also remove you. Yeah, pretty much. From my friends list. Well, definitely don't share the playlist with you. No. What if it's just like six different versions of Baby It's Cold Outside? I've probably heard them all. Yeah, because I've heard the buble and yeah. I've heard the original, and then I've heard I've like the reverse. A... Like there's the one with the, like the ladies, the one telling the yeah. guy Baby's uh-huh. Cold Outside. And then there's the Glee version. And then there's the Glee version. and Which is still creepy. Yeah, no, it's just it's the lyrics. And then there's like the the South Park, like back when like when the Bill Cosby thing was just coming out. Oh, and yeah. And they, they, they replicated Baby It's Cold Outside with Bill Cosby and Taylor Swift. Yeah, and it's, like, such a great way to respect the victims of all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I get why they why they exist and what they do, but still. Yeah. There's still, like, lines. Yeah. Well, and boundaries. There's no lines for South Park. But... Yeah, I don't know, I know. And they don't worse. care because they're the worst. Ugh. But anyway. That's a whole... Yeah, Gabe, I still don't like South Park. You heard it here first, ladies. And, and also, gentlemen. fix your shelf. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, she's making it hard for me to live with my husband. It's fine. It's fine. He's gonna be fine. Yeah. Once once the once the shelf is fixed. It's fine. It's it'll be fine. <laughs> but um so part of what I wanted to spend some of this episode sort of talking about, because we're already like ten minutes in. Mm-hmm. Uh there's you know, this is a, a time of the year where, like, you know, it's it can be easy and it can be very difficult for a lot of people. I think that, like, overall, the holidays um, are are known for having, like, high suicide rates. And especially stuff. in the city of Seattle. Mm, especially in the city of Seattle, actually. Um, and it's... You know, I think that we all sometimes need like a reminder. Like the the thing about the holidays that are that is meant to be good, it's it's like the moment that we all hope for when we hang out with our families and sometimes it doesn't happen because, you know, like politics gets brought up in conversation or you know, something mm-hmm. bullshitty happens. But the truth of the matter is that the like the holidays exist not just for like and baby hasu or whatever the hell. It's really because it's an opportunity to like reflect on the year yeah. and reflect on and unlike and for and be together with your family to like you know be grateful that you have each other so like i feel like we should talk a little bit about gratitude attitude gratitude okay just like alex andra <laughs> attitude with gratitude got it like it's very difficult to, like, record this episode because Lila's in between us and all we're doing is cuddling her. Yeah, if you hear, like, a... <laughs> that's Lila. Cause, um, and I took off her little her little name tag so that they wouldn't, like, jingle in the episode, but she just wants all the attention right now. Yeah, she's, like, really... She's, like, feeling away. Yeah, and uh, she needs a bath, so there's also that. Um, but I just want to talk about, like, I'm grateful for... It actually came up and I had, like therapy today fun yeah you know there's nothing wrong with mental health guys uh take care of yourselves yeah it's very important and like i was complaining about like little things like you know but i recognized as i was saying them that they were little things yeah well sorry to preface it okay give me five (laughs) um to preface it you were also kind of like 
I don't want to go because, right. like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been putting off going to <laughs> to my therapy session for, like, at least a couple weeks because, yeah. like, I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I just don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. So, like, I'm not shocked that, like, because you didn't want to talk, you just found, like, like, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. To talk about something. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I didn't feel like it was fair to have an appointment and not have anything to say. But I guess I had things to say because I said a lot. Like, in, like, it turned into a conversation about, like, you know, like, we talked about me getting matching tattoos with my sister Mm -hmm. and what it means to us. And, you know, like, she's going through her own journey right now. Mm -hmm. And, and it's definitely changed a lot of the dynamics within my own family. And we've had a really interesting, difficult, challenging, fruitful year. Um, and... Getting these tattoos really meant a lot to us. And, and like, as I was talking about it with my therapist, um, like, the more that I reflected on why I got it and what it means and, and like, what my other tattoos mean to me, and I started talking about Janny and how, like, she was our artist and uh, is a good friend. And, and, I, and I literally made me sit back and be like, I'm so... I'm so grateful to have the people around me that I have because even like I love I'm just so grateful to have the family that I have I'm grateful to have the friends that I have I'm grateful that like we existed that we chose each other Mm -hmm. you know and 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 I know that you don't choose family but like I'm happy that even my non-chosen family (laughs) like my real family Mm -hmm is in my life because they all bless you (laughs) like they all bring something so special to my life and i'm and i know for a fact that it's not the case for everybody like i know that there are people out there who have difficult conversations have difficult that their family is their chosen family yeah and that's okay too that's yeah beautiful i i don't know like what you grateful for I'm grateful for similar things, you know, like, I think our group of friends is, like, I think about it a lot, um, especially growing up with the friends that I grew up with, and they were toxic, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like we all go through that at some point in our teenage years. Some people are lucky that, like, the friends that they had when they were teenagers are the friends that they have for life. Mm -hmm. That's not the case for me. I know that that's not the case for you with a lot of... Like, we, you and I have a very similar, like, we kept... Thank you for the five. <laughs> we kept, um, like, two to three close friends from high school, and then everybody else. Like, you might have known them, mm-hmm. but you didn't become friends till later, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think about that, actually, fairly often. Because, like, I don't have siblings, so, like, my really close friends like girlfriends like you i regard you guys as my sisters because mm. i don't have that you know um so yeah like i am i am grateful for all of that um i'm also like we talked about how we're not how i'm not feeling the holidays mm-hmm. and it's like the first year where i don't want to go to noche buena i don't want to go to like my family's house and do the same thing that i do every year michael and i had a very fruitful conversation about that you know mm-hmm um we do it as a thing of like so his parents are not jumping around because he does have two siblings that 
sorry, is that we're taking care of one of our nephews. Oh. Lucas is here from Cambridge. Oh, Lucas is here. So, like, his mom has been reaching out to me, so I'm sorry if I've been, like, no, away, but it's, like, I'm kind okay. of trying to catch her up. Um... Oh, so, like, his Michael has two older brothers who have their own families, and one of them lives in Massachusetts. The other one lives down here, and, like, they, the ones from Massachusetts come down here for the holidays. So, you know, his parents do a lot of running around, and we always say, like, just come to my uncle's house, and we'll all just be there. But at the end of the day, we never hang out with our parents because we're too busy hanging out with the people that are our, that are our age. Yeah. Right? And now, you know, those people have kids and have partners and like the dynamics change, you know, it's not for the worse. It's just kind of like how life is. And I was telling him, I'm like, and there's also the pressure that gets added, right? Because like you do this every year, so you have to do it every year. And I'm in a mood where like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to go to a place where. I don't connect to half the people where if I'm there to celebrate with my parents, I don't talk to my parents all night. Yeah. You know? Um, and if it's to do that, then I'd rather just stay at home with my spouse. And we, I said, you know, I think we need to establish our own tradition. Mm-hmm. And if we are to remain in Miami while we're while it's the holidays, then we're going to celebrate it with our parents. And we're going to have our own dinner. Mm. So that's what we decided to do for this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to gather fam- our families, mm-hmm. our immediate families and have Noche Buena on our own. And I'm excited for that. That's you know? really great. And you already talked to your families about it? Yeah, and they're everybody's right on board. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and it's like... Because at the end of the day, at some point, like, if we have kids or, like, whether they're biological, adopted, like, someone leaves them on our doorstep, however we have children, I'm going to want to have that. I'm going to want to, like be at home with my family and yes it's nice to like celebrate Noche Buena as a big party and mm-hmm. all these other things but for the most part I'm, a, I'm we're fairly private people like we don't we don't like to like I it's mostly the thing of like being forced to do things so I feel like in terms of gratitude and all that um I'm in a really good headspace right now mm-hmm. it's taken a very long time to get to a very good headspace because it's it's like I've I've always been very secure in who I am, mm-hmm. but it's like I feel that I'm getting to the point where the moment I, the mo- the moment I wake up on my birthday, later this month, I feel like I am gonna have the oh I'm thirty now I don't care about anything anymore, <laughs> <laughs> right like I know I keep joking about that but it's like, little things that have been happening this year have just kind of like put me in this headspace of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. No, I don't have to do the thing that like doesn't make me comfortable. No, I don't have to be in this position that I don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to let you take over my headspace so that you could feel better. Right. Because you know that I, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I give my mental health to people yes. all the time. Um, and I'm kind of done with that. So like in a weird way, like I'm, I'm grateful for my growth. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I feel that, like, it comes from having healthy friendships, like I have with you, like I have with our other friends. Um, The fact that, you know, you guys and, like, we all allow each other to kind of vent or talk about a happy moment without making someone feel bad about having the happy moment, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. we just kind of coexist and guide each other and, like, allow each other to grow or stay stagnant, like, wherever, whatever we need at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
She's thinking really hard. Yeah, I know. It's all that growth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, honestly, it's mostly that, like, and, you know, like, Mike has had a tough end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably not in the same headspace that I'm in, but that's okay, because he is going through a lot, like, he's in school, he's having some health issues, um... Mostly, it, it's his back. It's not like, yeah. home is okay. Health-wise, he's okay. Yeah. But, you know, he's he turned he's, 31 and his back was like, well, I'm going to give out now. So, deuces. <laughs> yeah, um, so, though. you know, it's it's those two things. But I think, you know, we're getting to, we're getting some answers. And we're hoping that, you know, it gets a little bit better and a little bit easier. He finishes school this weekend. So, Yep. I think not having that stress on him for a little bit will definitely help. Oh, for sure. Um and we've been nesting. You know, we've I'm like getting rid of a bunch of shit at the house and we have a timeline by when we want things done and I think that helps and like you had a big role to play in that. Um mostly like you moving. <laughs> <laughs> You moving and nesting here, I was like, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I think it it took a lot, you know, and yeah. And I'm excited for, for my birthday. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that like shies away from saying my age or my weight or like um being afraid of another year. I welcome it with open arms because, you know, like I my mom lost her mom very young. And she's always reminded me of that. So I think, like, that created this weird thing. And, like, just enjoy every year as it comes and be grateful for it and be thankful for it. Because, like, I think I'm going to turn 30. I could wake up December 19th or not wake up December 19th and just be like, damn, I was a day shy. (laughs) Dad. Morbid but true. But hey, it happens. Life is life. I mean, you know that. I do. I mean, like, my, I didn't. There was no way that I, that we would have known that my father was gonna pass the way that he did. Yeah. You know, and and I, I was listening to something earlier today. Um, it was actually the the Lin Manuel and um, Lady Gaga so interview. Jeez. And Lady, I, I promise this. There's a point to this. So. There isn't. <laughs> Lady Gaga was talking about like how she did like dream exercise, uh, like like exercises yeah. and workshops with Bradley Cooper in preparation for Stars Born, and how the lady that they were working with asked her, or asked the group to reflect on a moment in their lives that caused them to like was so dramatic Mm -hmm. that it literally changed the fiber of their being and it made them kind of forget who they were before that moment and that's how I feel like the moment that she said that I was like oh easy when my dad died like I can't remember being that like like I like not that I don't remember but I can't I don't I don't reflect back like as if I am that same person anymore yeah I totally get it um for me it's with everything that happened with my parents Mm -hmm. I don't I don't remember that girl, like, yeah. who she was before. I'm like the Mariah Carey meme, like, I don't know her. 
Yeah, when it's like you can't imagine not feeling how you feel or like not um like the shock of it all. Mm-hmm. You can't there when you get to the shock of it all and having overcome that shock in whatever way that is, you can't imagine that the person that you were before could have gone through that. But yeah. you did and now you're a different person. Yeah. And um and while, you know, not having my dad in the holidays and like it's not an easy time. It's not at all. Um, but, you know, like, I'm grateful that, sadly, it would it took his passing to allow me and my stepmother, like, a bridge to cross. Mm-hmm. Um, to get to a point where we can grow as people mm-hmm. and, and grow our relationship. I, I, I don't... It... it, it it took that traumatic event to allow us to like just move on and be involved with each other mm-hmm. and I talk to her at least once a week. I will say that she's better about getting back to me than I am because I'm awful on text yeah, and you are. everything. I'm the worst. Um I mean I felt like Nico Ninsalada yesterday with like the hundred text messages that I was sending you <laughs> and you know. weren't responding. But I was like, I know what she's doing, but I'm gonna keep texting her anyway. <laughs> Cause I need to tell someone. I know. I end up reading them as I go and I was like, I'll get back to this. Like that's like but even so, like I'm so I'm grateful that it you know that it's allowed us to get closer and that it's a like you know, I, I'm just grateful for the memories. And, yeah. And it got, and it really got me into tattoos, I will tell you that. Because it wasn't until I got my tattoo for my, for, for that. Like, I got this, like, the Ponyo tattoo, and the Ponyo tattoo is, like, fun. fun. It's a fun <laughs> tattoo. But um, it wasn't until I got the one for my father that I realized, like, the power in, in that. And that I took with me with when my sister and I went to go get tattooed, because... I always know, like, if I'm having a particularly, like, difficult day, like, if it's his birthday or, like, how I feel on St. Patrick's Day, because he essentially, in my, in my, like, according to my timeline, he passed away on St. Patrick's Day because I was in London, so the time difference affected, like, yeah. when he actually died, but it, whatever. So, like, going to funerals, like, I went to a funeral not too long ago, um, actually, while you were away, one of Gabe's... Um, cousins passed away and it was really traumatic he had he was a father with um with young children wow and uh going to that funeral and like hearing them talk about like their father and like seeing how old they were they're the same age as like my brother and sister and then he had like a baby like a like a two-year-old um so like I literally caught myself like rubbing my wrists because like that's where my tattoo is and it was like weirdly like calming for me and a part of me wants that for her you know she Mm -hmm. got she got the same tattoo that I have but she has it in the same place as I have on my father's yeah and and I really want her to have that reminder that she's not like no matter what, she's not alone. Especially because I have the other one, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that's beautiful. Like I don't think that the version of me before that event would have been able to accept that. Yeah. Wouldn't or would have been able to like seek and find me- like 
that. Yeah. And honestly, if I didn't have that moment with Janny, I mean, Janny did the tattoo, but I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure that me and Janny would have been friends either way, and I think we would have been close either way, but, like, when she did this tattoo on me was, like, when I, when we connected, connected like, our, like, like, my heart connected to her heart, and then I was like, okay, now you know my secrets, <laughs> you know all my secrets now. <laughs> and I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the friendships that I've made. I'm grateful for us, like you and yeah, I. I guess. I'm grateful for this puppy who keeps high-fiving you. No, no, no. She's, like, on a whole other needy level today. I know. I love it. She's so yummy. And, um, and I'm grateful to Gabe. I'm grateful that, like, I have a partner that is so... He works so hard. Yeah. He really hustles, and he's doing really great. And I just wish that he applied the same hustle to that shelf. <laughs> oh, honey. Fix the shelf. Um, but yeah. I don't know what you guys are... What are you guys grateful for? I want to hear about that. I'm going to put that on the story. Yeah. I want to know what you guys are grateful for, and I will, and I will add it to the story. And, like... We can all be mushy and stuff yeah. and, like, teary-eyed and you could share with your family and be like, oh, well, just want you to know I told this random podcast and I'm grateful for you, you know? I can tell you the silly things I'm grateful for. Oh, please. I'm grateful for 90 Day Fiance. Well, I'm grateful for, like, yes. you watching 90 Day Fiance and, like, obsessing over it that, like, you force it upon all of us yeah. and then that I act, I did the thing that I always do, which was... I followed your advice <laughs> and I watched it and I'm happy that you kept watching it. Because if it was another thing like Gypsy, we would have had a falling out. <laughs> no way. Oh. But anyway, I'm like so deep into 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> it's not even funny. I'm like following half those people on Instagram. Are you really? I, I'm purposely I'm not because I I'm don't want to know. I'm too invested. I Paola is like amazing. She's just an amazing is human being. Is she still here? Yes. She's in Miami? She's pregnant. <gasps> I mean, Paola. Is she, yeah. is she a model? Not yet. She's just pregnant. Oh, she's just pregnant. Okay, good to know. Wait, a model or like a mother? a model. A model. Oh, yeah, she traveled and she got pregnant. Oh, yeah, babe. Yeah. Well, well, um, way to go, Russ. So that's one thing, one silly thing I'm grateful for. Another thing I will be grateful for later this month is the traffic will get better. Yes, it will. I'm, I'm like, already anticipating it, so I'm going to put that out there so that it comes true, because today was a great traffic day. Was it really? Yeah, it was better than most days. Um, what are the things I'm grateful for? Just little things like that. You had a story though. You said you wanted to. Talk yeah, about I have a story. story. Okay, so we're f- recording this. It's what November? No, December sixth. So I have mm-hmm. fourteen days until my birthday. Yes, you right? do. My birthday is December twentieth. No, it wasn't fun growing up and getting Christmas presents for both my birthday, getting presents for both my birthday and Christmas as one present. But you know what? We all, we all move past it. Yeah, we okay? Like, it's also great because, like, I didn't have to share a birthday with a sibling or any shit like that. I'm an only child. So, like, it's fine. You still got a lot of presents. Yeah. Plus, I'm an immigrant. So, like, that first birthday here was lit. <laughs> that was the best one. But, so, as I keep saying, I'm turning 30 this year. And we're celebrating my birthday on the 22nd. Well, we are, where we're celebrating it. It also happens to be that place is, like, pre-Nochebuena event. Oh. Yeah, but it's, like, later in the day. So, okay. like, while we're already drunk, 
their party begins. Gotcha. So they asked Hadar to be Santa. No. Speedo Santa. No. But that's not the good part of the story. That's so the great good part though. of the story is, so our moms went over last night, brought the dogs. We have the dogs at home now, whatever. And as that's happening, like, Michael's starting to tell me about this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's pre noche buena. Hater's gonna be there. They asked him to be Santa, like, all these things. And I'm like, okay, great. Can you get to the part about my party? Like, did you find out if we needed to rent the space, if we could be there at this time, if we could bring food? Like, because now that I'm in operations, mm-hmm. I plan all my events. Right. Right? So all these things. And then he proceeds, like, we finish talking, and then he gets to my to our parent to our moms, and he's like, starts to tell them about, like, pre noche buena. And I look at him, and I go, I'm just going to tell you right now that it's <laughs> my day. It's not Hadar's day. It's not Lincoln's beard's day. It's my day. You hear that, Hadar? I fucking your turned, day. I turned 30. If there is one birthday that I will be selfish for, it's this one. So he's like, he's like, but I just want to tell them about like Hadar becomes Santa, and I go again. It's my day. <laughs> And I have been so serious about me turning 30. I'm, like, about to have a brand on late. About turning 30. It's going to be great. I know, no, I know. feel like a sweet release. I know, no. And then, like, this morning I was listening to Sarah Burrell's. Mm. And, like, I listened to Kaleidoscope Heart, like, the full album. And I was like, man, like, this album, it came out so long ago. I was, like, in my early 20s. And now look at me. I'm turning 30. <laughs> like, yeah. I went through, like, a whole... I listened to her entire discography, and I realized that, like, I was 19 when the first one came out. To now, I'm like, damn. Not only has she been in my life, like, the entirety of my relationship with Michael, mm-hmm. but also, like, all of my different stages. Like, it was weird. I'm, I'm going through, like, a weird preparation for this new age because you know like growing up it's like you were fearful of turning 30 yeah right you know it's like it was how we keep laughing at the memes of like oh by 25 i'm gonna have a bachelor's have a house be married have eight kids Mm. like all this shit and then you get to 25 and you're like (laughs) we're lucky if we're gonna get one of these things we're lucky and it's usually a degree out of our house we're We're lucky. lucky if we got that degree yeah that's true Let's be real, especially down here. Mm-hmm. I was 29, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, what, like... No, I was 29 when I got my master's. master's. Yeah. I was... It was 2013. You were 29. You were 29. No, I was 29 when I got my master's. Yeah. When I got my master's, I was 26. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you waited, like, a year, and then... Yeah. I had, like, a similar timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So it was, like, that fear of, like, turning 30, but then at some point, I guess it changes, and then you, like, look forward to 30. Oh, hell yeah. At least nowadays. I don't know how it was back in the day. I feel like late... I feel like women feel more excited to turn 30, at least the women that I know. Yeah. I'm, like... I'm so excited, but I'm getting into... I'm, like, doing the farewell tour in my head. (laughs) You know? Like, goodbye, 20s. You were so wonderful to me. You taught me so much. I was in my 20s the first time I traveled outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. Well, no. Because I've been to Cuba, but it, it's like, it doesn't count. You know? It's like, it can it's count. Home. It can count. Cause it, but it's also home. Right. But, like, I mean, like, I went to Europe for the first time okay, in my 20s. Okay, so you crossed you cross yeah, the Yeah, like, I was in my mid-20s the first time I went to Japan. Mm-hmm. Then in my late 20s. Again in my late 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, I've been, I'm doing, like, this mental farewell tour. 
but if anything, it just means like thirty is gonna be, or like your thirties, yeah, are gonna like not like nothing but great things can happen. Yeah, you know, because like if your twenties could be that lit, like imagine, imagine now your thirties are gonna be like, yeah. you, and you have more opportunity in your thirties because it's not like you were traveling across the sea at twenty one. You're right. You know, like but you could do that at thirty one, and it'll be like your own choice. You don't have to argue with your parents about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's like, thirties are great. At least so far, until your back, you know, stops working. Out. Well, yeah. to be fair, like, I have terrible knees. Okay, so you're almost there. I have it's a like shitty hip. You're basically in your 30s. I have heartburn. Well. Oh. I've had heartburn. Ugh. Well, that's for a whole... I guess that's gonna have to be for a whole other episode. Yeah. Yeah. But on the note of heartburn, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we hope we didn't give you heartburn. Take your antacids. And enjoy. And uh, make sure you tell us, like, what you're grateful for. Yeah. And, like, I hope you all have a daily bowel movement. Yeah. A good one. Like, one of those hard ones. Not that cuts your butt, but, like... And, like, for my ladies... You don't have to wipe that much. Hope you get some of that good period diarrhea. Mmm. Where you feel real skinny and bloated at the same time. And you want to cry. Because you did that in a public space. It's okay. We've all been there. and And we hope that you're grateful for that. To the people that don't have periods, I don't apologize. <laughs> Unless you, like, are genetically disposed, like, you can't have periods. I saw that video recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those people. But don't worry, you're, it's, it, it's you, fine. You probably still have diarrhea. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. Just have some ice cream. It's the same thing. And have a diarrhea. Yeah. Okay, bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baby Lambs Podcast. Artwork was provided by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on all of her social medias. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play yeah, yeah. and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app, also by finding us via our handle baby lambs podcast or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com thanks again for listening <laughs>